This is BB Radio, and I am your host, Katherine Duruso. Today's episode is honestly, we're going to talk about accountability. And men particularly with accountability, because I have seen this in so many different scenarios where men are not held accountable and women, we are actually the ones who are pacifying them and making them not be accountable. And I want to just bring a little clarity and a little recollection to you girls out there because it's very important as a human race that you hold people accountable. Like you, if you say you're going to do something, you should do it. If you say you're going to change, well, you should change. But there's times when things happen and, you know, people understand what the agreement is. But because maybe you're a little loose with your behavior, maybe in the past you've said something and didn't really put your foot down or really didn't mean it, the person kind of takes what you say for like non-face value. Like they hear you, but they don't hear you. And so what happens a lot of times is that they don't fulfill their end of the bargain. Now, I'm not talking about a mistake or something like that. I'm talking about when you know what you're doing, when you're doing the behavior, you know that you agree to stop the behavior, but you're still doing the behavior. I mean, this happens all the time, you know, whether it's with kids, whether it's with a spouse, whether it's with a coworker, like this happens all the time. And I just think that it's very important to talk about accountability in terms of giving you an awareness of why it's important and giving you some tools and techniques to be able to hold people accountable. Why? Because people are going to hold you accountable. <laughs> like, let's keep it real. Okay. Like if you tell your boyfriend that you're going to, let, let, this is BB radio. Okay. Just a disclaimer. I know I'm still in the intro. Okay. But this is a disclaimer. Uh, BB radio is bad bitch radio. So that means we curse a little bit on here. So my statement preceding this statement is going to be a little vulgar. Okay. Um, if you tell your boyfriend that you're going to give him some sex, I like give him some pussy tonight. I can guarantee you, okay, right after the kids go to bed, honey, or the sun goes down, he's going to be looking at you ready, okay, and holding you accountable, okay? When it comes down to your job, if your ass is not on time, I can guarantee you eventually you will be fired. Like, there's certain things in our life scenarios where we are held accountable to, like, period. You know, like, for instance, if you don't show up or you don't help your kids with their homework and you don't show up to certain teacher conferences, I can guarantee you that there's going to be a moment when there's an issue of accountability. Like the teachers are either going to call you out on your BS because you're not really parenting your kid the way you need to. And they're going to want to hold you up to this high standard and they're going to hold you accountable. So I just feel as though because you are expected to be accountable, there is nothing wrong with expecting the same thing from someone else. Nothing wrong with that at all. So that's what we're going to talk about. So. I want to thank you guys, though, for tuning into this episode. It means everything to me. I know you girls are out here in the world changing, and I am so geeked. I'm so geeked. Like, I cannot tell you guys enough how many emails I get. And when I say emails, okay, first of all, you girls have to hunt me down in order to find my email address because, like, don't put it in the show notes. I've had girls find me on Instagram, okay, Find my email, send me emails. I got girls on Instagram sending me messages and commenting on my posts. And I'm just like, hell yeah, okay? (laughs) Because we're growing, we're evolving, and it's exciting. You know what I'm saying? Like, it is exciting because uh, our movement has begun, okay? Pussy power has begun, okay? So... (laughs) I'm sorry 
type of excitement, but I'm just so happy. And I'm so happy that you girls are overcoming things, okay? Because there's no one to talk to us. There's no one to talk to us. There's no voice for us. Everyone tells you to suck it up and deal with it. Everybody tells you this is the way life is. Everybody tells you this is the way men are. This is how kids are. This is and that. But it's just like, well, what the fuck? <laughs> like, how do I process myself? How do I process being a woman? How do I do this? How do I get over a breakup? Like, how do I get motivated to get more money? Like, how do I accept the fact that I'm emotional? How do I do that? Through BB Radio. <laughs> Through BB Radio, you are able to be yourself. You get your glass of wine, you get your coffee, or you get your water, okay, and you get focused. When I talk to you, I'm talking to you from a motivational, excited uh, BFF standpoint. And I'm just keeping it real with you, you know? And I just appreciate what we're growing here. It's amazing. It's, It's breathtaking. And I'm so excited because I have so many more things up next, okay? Like merch, for instance, we're doing Pussy Power and Bad Bitch merch. You already know. Okay, we got a book that I've been working on. I've been working on this book now for about five months, okay? And that's a long time, because I'm a writer, like, technically. My Trey, I'm a writer, so, girl, I can write, okay? So, for it to take me five months to create this book, because I made the first, I did the first manuscript literally in a day. And I was like, uh, is this enough information? Because I'm like, this was just too fast for me. I mean, it's a good read, but at the same time, I felt like I need to give you some more in-depth details. So that's what I've been working on. So that's going to launch before the holiday season. Um, the merch is going to launch, I would say, within the next three days, to be honest with you, because there's so many girls that are ready. They're ready to flaunt their Pussy Power shirts. And I was nervous. I was nervous about the Pussy Power because I just did not know how people were going to respond to that, you know? what I'm saying but there's some different options like you have cat power like you see like a cat which represents the pussy and then you have power so that way you can wear that around your kids <laughs> or like say for instance if you're like fuck it I'm going out tonight with the girls and I'm rocking my pussy power shirt yes you do that you know what I'm saying or when you're drinking your tea while you're listening to me get your pussy power mug out honey okay and get ready so I just want to say thank you and I'm so appreciative of you girls and just continue to stay at it girl because we're going to get it like we're going to get it everything that is destined for us will come to us and it's positive vibes only this is like the end of 2018 almost like please you know the the model of the beginning of 2018 was uh level up that was my whole thing before Sierra everything I remember this is I'm kind of getting off subject I'm gonna say this really quick I remember at the beginning of the year, actually before the beginning of the before the beginning of the year, around in December, I told my kids, I said, listen, for 2018, we have to get our shit in order. Like, and what I mean is, is that there was, you know, my, my kids are great. They're they're the most amazing creatures, period. Um, they're very well balanced, you know, beautiful souls. Like, they're just amazing. Like, I'm just so fortunate, you know. However, they were slacking, you know, like they weren't really getting up on time. No one wants to clean up. You know, they expected for me to be their house, bitch. Like, it, it was crazy, okay? Then my husband, he's off doing his thing. He's never at home. He's in his own world when he is here. I'm just like, no. Okay, this is not what life is supposed to be about. You understand? So um, I explained to him the first of the year, I said, we have to level up, you know, and I can honestly say that there has been progress, particularly with my kids. My husband, he still has some work to do. I don't know. You know how guys are. <laughs> but um, reg- <laughs> it was so crazy as he listens to these podcasts. So he probably gonna be like, oh, this girl out here talking trash about me. But no, I love him. I lo- you know, I love him dearly. But at the same time, you know, um, I... 
I'm the type of person that I, I speak about it and I am about it, you know, and I want respect and I want, you know, accountability and I want all these things. And I just feel as though if you're not giving it to me, I, I, I'm not going to lie and stunt and make people think that something is what it's not. That's not my style. You know, it was my style for a while. I was fake as hell. Girl, I I was the phoniest person you had ever met in terms of no one really knew me. Like people see me um, and you have an ideal of me, you know, either know me as a model or a designer or you see me, you know, with my kids or you see all these other things, but you don't know me. Like you don't know. I curse. Okay. Like bad bitch radio. It used to be called BB radio. Okay. <laughs> um, you know, I was, um, faking the funk. Like if I was upset about something or hurt, whether it was something in my marriage or my lifestyle, I would just be smiling and walking around. But in reality, I was crazy and I was crying every day, every day, girl. Okay. Can you imagine? Some of you girls out here do cry every day. So you know what I'm talking about. Girl, that is a lot. That is a lot to be emotionally a wreck. Okay, girl, then I was drinking too much wine. Like, <sighs> mama, I'm going to tell you. Don't worry. I'm going to do a um a podcast where I just talk to you guys <laughs> and talk about random shit that I know you can relate to because you're probably like, cat, tell me more. You know, one thing I, I will say before I get into this episode is, is that um, you girls inspired me, honestly, to do BB radio because, um, I'm a very different person than the person I have portrayed to be and the person that I truly am. And I mean, I, I wasn't completely phony. I was myself too. Um, but I wasn't myself all the time. I wasn't myself a hundred percent, you know, all the time, whether you like it or not, like I wasn't me and you girls forced me to be me. You girls told me, you said, Catherine, we want to hear your story. Like, we want to hear what you've been through. We want to hear what you're going through. Like, we want to hear it and give us advice. And I'm just like, what? But then I began to realize that that's my calling. Like, my calling is to help women, particularly, you know, and my calling is to help women and motivate them and to get them to the next level because there's nobody out here telling us how the hell to do it. It's a lot of motivational bitches out here. Don't get me wrong. Ooh, I have some that I follow, okay? But uh, they're not telling me how to live my life. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They're not telling me how to deal with these badass kids. And I know, uh, here I go, oxymoron. Some of my kids is the best. And then I turn around and call them back. But girl, you know, these kids, they'll take you to the next level. Okay. They'll, they'll, I mean, girl, request 10,000 things from you. Like your head would be in 20,000 places, you know, and life can get crazy. And there's not anyone out here telling me what the hell to do. You know what I'm saying? You're telling me how to make money. Cool. But how the hell do I deal with this cheating ass dude that I'm laying up with every night? You know what I'm saying? How do I deal with the fact that I was raped? How do I deal with the fact that I don't feel good about myself? How do I get the fuck out the house? Cause I've been in here like a fucking hermit. You know what I'm saying? No one's telling you that. And that's why I'm here. <laughs> so anyway, <laughs> I just wanted to tell you guys and talk to you guys. I love you guys so much. You you can't even imagine. So anyway, 10 minutes of talking. Now, it's time to get to the, the nitty-gritty, okay? Accountability. Now, when it comes down to accountability, um, I'm going to talk about this particularly with men to start out. And then it probably will transition into women and other people, et cetera, et cetera. But when it comes down to men, we women, us women, we in a society, period, has this scenario set up in their brains and they are teaching others and have taught others that men don't have to be accountable, that men are just men, okay? So whether they're trying to molest you, whether they are trying to disrespect you, whether they are not holding your, your, your value, you know, as precious as they, as they should, if they are not um, doing all the tasks 
that they're supposed to do. They're not fully present in the household or they're not paying all the bills or whatever. What has happened is, is that we're not paying the bills, but some scenarios, girl, I'm going to give you an example. Okay. Someone very close to me, closer than closer than close. Their sister and I got into a serious argument because I'm holding this dude accountable. Not my husband, my baby daddy. (laughs) I'm holding this dude accountable. And I'm like, dude, you know what I'm saying? You need to pay your child support consistently like you need to get your kids consistently like you need to go to their schools you need to engage and this girl gonna tell me well he's doing the best he can I said what that's great okay because I got five kids okay and I get up every morning and get my kids ready I'm always there for them I'm working I'm hustling I'm doing everything I can do and I was having some mental deficiencies okay and there's no reason in the world that this dude should not be held accountable but the thing about it is is that that's how as I said before we've been trained we've been trained to give guys a pass and honestly the reason being I think low-key 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 is because some men are slow some men out there do not know how to multitask. There's a lot of men out there that don't know how to multitask. I think it's in our general uh, DNA that women know how to multitask. Women know how to, you know, whatever, whatever is, and guys don't. And I'm not trying to demean guys. I'm just trying to keep it real with you. I think they're a little slow. I think that they don't understand that, yes, you have to, to work, <laughs> but you got to wash dishes. Okay. You can't be nasty and be leaving your shitty drawers in the bathroom. You can't, you know, say you're going to take our son out, you know, to the movies and then your ass doesn't show up on time and then you decide to do it the next day. Like you can't do these things. You just can't, you know, and and the thing about it is, is that men do them, men do them. And I have began to realize that maybe they're just mentally challenged. And they don't, they don't understand. But even bigger than that, what I realize is, is that we are wired differently and we are two different types of human beings with very similar components. But the thing about that is, is that where you fall short at or where you were not blessed at does not give you a pass to not handle your shit. It doesn't give you a pass to not be able to multitask. You know why? Because they have a thing called Google, right? Google has been my best friend for the last almost 13 years, maybe 10 years, sisters, let's just say 10, because I don't really know how long Google's been around, but I want to say at least 10 years, maybe 11 years, I have been Googling, okay? I will Yahoo and Google and whatever. Um, and my my goal and my objective in, in doing this thing is research. I had to research everything. I had to research how to be a wife, how to be a mom, how to be a mom of multiples, how to organize myself and my thoughts. Like, girl, I have had to research my whole life and get opinions from other people because I had no clue. My mom wasn't married. My mom was married to my father, of course, like in the beginning when I got when she got pregnant and like, you know, while she was pregnant and shortly after she had me, you know, my mom just got on some <laughs> boss bitch shit and just said, fuck it. I want a different life. I'm up moving to Texas. Took me with it and said, fuck him. I don't want to deal with this bullshit because he was on bullshit. My dad, you know, he's shaky. He's still shaky. Okay. <laughs> like I'm grown as hell and the man is still shaky, you know, but it's one of those things where uh, my mom decided to, you know, be a G and go off and live her best life. And what ended up happening was, um, was my father just was doing his own thing. But let me, while I'm telling you this example, let me tell you something too. In a scenario like that, 
Because there's a lot of women that experience that. A lot of women experience where you say, okay, I'm in a messed up relationship. I want to get up. I want to start over. But what happens a lot of times is is that you X the man completely out the equation. And that's not how you're supposed to do it, mama. Because at the end of the day, it doesn't matter what happens between you and your man. Like, that's y'all relationship shit. That dude is responsible for that kid. 50-50. And yes, sometimes these men can be a lot to deal with. That you feel as though it's better if your child didn't even have him around. You know what I'm saying? Like, just because he can be very dramatic or abusive or whatever. And in those scenarios, of course, by all means, push him off to the side. Like, if he's not going to be a well-rounded human that can add value to your child... Like, and respectfully, you know, because some of us girls, we be very emotional <laughs> and we and we judge, you know, like, for instance, if he smokes a little weed, uh, he's not a bad dad. He smokes cigarettes. He's not a bad dad. And if he's doing it around his kids, well, maybe he's a bad dad. OK, <laughs> like, you know, if he um, may just be working at 7-Eleven, OK, but he doesn't have a corporate job. He's not a bad dad. He's just working at 7-Eleven trying to figure something out until the next move comes through, you know, like those type of scenarios is what I'm talking about. I'm talking about scenarios where they're showing that they're noble creatures and, you know, um, it's just everything just not lined up right. You know, um, with those guys, you want to make sure you keep them around. But um, the thing is, is that you got to hold them accountable in terms of you have to uh, understand the one in your brain that this both of your kid. So when you communicate to him, you have to communicate to him in a way that he understands that he's important and he's valued and that you need him to take care of this child. Now, in the back of your brain, you probably think, okay, I do not need him. <laughs> I got my own money. I got my own, you know, my head's on straight. I do not need him. And I'm going to be honest with you. You probably don't. You know, and, and I, 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 I don't want to sound like I'm giving you mixed advice, but you probably don't, you know, if you a boss, like a lot of you girls are, you know, you working, you know, you, you got your head on straight or at least somewhat of decent, you know, you're doing your thing. You, you don't necessarily need all that drama, but the thing about it is, is that it's for the sake of the kid, you know, and you can't necessarily uh, exclude him out. You got to hold him accountable, make him see the kid, make him send you money, make him be on top of it because of the fact that it's going to benefit the kid. Um, and that's, that's just something I just want to say. Cause with my mom, my mom really didn't pressure him to, to be there and to be a part of my life. And yes, he could have, you know, stepped up and things of that nature. But as I said to you before, some men are slow. So <laughs> you have to, and I'm saying slow in terms of, of course, not, uh, being derogatory towards anyone who has any type of mental illness. Just to be honest with you, my mom has mental illness, my brothers, uh, my son, one of my sons, my stepson actually has autism. Like it, I, I'm not coming from that, 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 uh, place at all where I'm coming from is slow. Just, you just slow, like just slow, like a tortoise. <laughs> like there like the speed it just didn't come it just didn't come quick enough you know and so your brain's a little off you know and um there's a lot of guys out here like that so when it comes down to this accountability though let's let's be honest with you right you need it you have to do it why because other others are going to hold you accountable um men and women are going to hold you to a high standard um when you're in a relationship you are expected to do the following you are expected to fuck you are expected to somewhat of clean uh, and it doesn't matter if y'all don't live together, right? Because even if you don't live together and you come to his house, you know how it go. Some kind of way or another, you come into that messy catastrophe and you say, you know what, let me go ahead and help out. Or you want to show your womanliness and wash the dishes after he cooks you a meal. Like, you know how that goes. So 
in some degree, though, that little baby action can evolve, especially if you're in a relationship where you're doing the dishes and cooking and cleaning and doing this, this and that. So, you know, it, it's it's an expectation, if you will. Um, he's also too expecting for you to support him. Men are weak in a lot of areas. They don't showcase it. They're weak emotionally. They don't they don't know how to handle when another man challenges them. They don't know how to handle if their finances are not in order. They don't know how to handle if they cannot get a grip on their life. And so women, our position is we have to motivate them and tell them, you can do it. You got this. Blah, blah, blah. It's okay. And then on top of that, you still got to respect him. Okay, while you're stroking his ego. Now, it's nothing wrong with all of that, right? But that's what's expected from you because you're a woman. Like, that's what's expected. So, or or even if you're in a gay relationship, whatever. Like, in my opinion, I have a lot of gay friends. In my opinion, I believe that the even if you're two guys, right? Someone happens to take the feminine role and somebody happens to take the masculine role. I think this is nature. I think it has nothing to do with your attraction or your um, DNA makeup or the chromosomes, etc. I think it just has to do with um, maybe societal thing and then also to um, instincts. Now, I have seen two masculine, masculine guys be together, but at the same time, there's one that's more sensitive than the other. And the sensitive one is classified as the girl. So I don't mean it in a, in a mean way, but you know what I'm saying? Like you have scenarios where you just see the more feminine one. And even with girls, you have some girls that are more masculine, straight up. Like you would thought that they were a guy or and even emotionally, they respond as guys. Um, and then you have the feminine one. So what I'm trying to say to you is, is that as a woman and as a woman counterpart, you are expected to do these things. Now, on the flip side, though, right? The only thing that they say that the man is supposed to do is provide. That's it. They they don't say, like, if your dude got a job, that's good because he's working. DC's working, right? But they don't say, oh, well, he needs to be organized and actually know how to pay bills with that money, right? Or also, too, he needs to be a great provider in terms of providing uh, comfort, stability, a home. You know, like in home, it could be in a metaphysical sense. Like, for instance, you need a safe place. All girls need safe places to go because the world is on us. Like people try to create this ideal that, oh, the world is on men and men got it so hard. Baby, sit, have several seats, have several fucking seats. Who is hard out here for is us, us girls is hard out here for. Honey, the, the whole thought of you have to look good. You got to take care of kids. You have to take care of yourself. You can't be no lazy bitch. You, you have to make sure your leash know how to cook or clean. If you don't know how to do those two, baby. You know what I'm saying? You got to have some good kuna. You know what I'm saying? So then that way you can whip that out. I don't know. You know, and hire help for the other things that you don't know how to do. Like, there's this thing where for me and in my thought process, I just kind of feel like it's harder for women. It's not as hard for guys. Like, it's, it's really not, you know, um... Yes, you have to make sure you have a job and making money and things of that nature, but you get passes on everything. You know, you get passes if you're an absentee dad. It's like, oh, well, I'm working, so that makes it okay. Oh, you know what I'm saying? Well, I'm working, so that makes it okay for you to fall asleep on me. Oh, it's okay, you know, for you to do these behaviors because you're working. No, the fuck it's not. You know, because with that mindset, that's why your ass gets cheated on. See, a lot of us girls, what we do is instead of holding the dude accountable, we deal with it and then we cheat. And we cheat by flirting with the guy at the grocery store, you know, getting us a little boo thing, you know, that works at, you know, works close to the bar or rekindling an old flame from the past. And you might just talk to him and you might not even be having sex with the dude. 
But I guess in some in some respects, you're cheating. You know, that's what we do. You know, it's like if we can't get it from one person, we run to the next source. But the thing is, is that you got to hold his ass accountable. And if he cannot adhere, you got to be willing to move the fuck on. Like straight up. You know, and it's scary. It's scary. Ooh, it's so scary. When you say that I am going to hold you to a standard, it gets scary. Because I did that. I did that particularly with my kids and I'm in the process of doing that with my husband. When it comes down to my kids and I have my little brother living with me, um, I had to literally, I was dealing with so much chaos. Like nobody's cleaning up. My brother's acting a damn fool. He's, you know, not doing homework. I got teachers calling me almost every day. Like my life was so, so crazy. And I said, you know what? I got to get this shit organized. I started writing out charts. I started getting my thoughts processed, you know, properly. Like I really started getting my head in the game. And what ended up happening was I felt good, right? I had all my charts, my charts done and all my thought process organized. And I presented it to my kids. <sighs> That's scary, girl. That's scary. Because their responses were like, Okay, so what? Like, like, like it, it, it was to the point where I was like, okay, did they hear what I'm saying? You know, like, whatever, whatever. Because, you know, as a mom, they it's like a broken record. You're a fucking broken record. You're saying the same shit every day, all day, whatever. So at some point, the kids just tune you out, you know, and they hear you, but they don't hear you. So that's the phase that I was at. And I was telling my brother and I was telling my, my kids, I'm like, look, this is what I need y'all to do. This is how I need you to do it. Woo, woo, woo. In the beginning, I had to be on top of them. I had to hold them accountable on a whole nother level. I'm talking about, girl, it was stressing me out. Okay, could you imagine telling somebody wash the dishes and then they ask this, don't wash the dishes and it's two hours that have went past and you got to remind them again. And then when they do it, they half-ass do it. So then you make them rewash the dishes. Okay. Then they got to do dishes for the next three days. And then every time that they do dishes, they half-ass them. So they had to rewash them. Girl, that is stress, but that is called holding accountability. That is called holding a motherfucker in a place and making sure that they actually do what the fuck they're supposed to do. Now, the thing about accountability is, is that it's intense in the beginning, especially if you're um, introducing some new things and new ideologies. Like everybody is not prepped for your newness and your new, you know, oh my God, let's get our life in order. Everybody's not prepped for that. So what I mean is, is that um, in the beginning, you're going to have to hound them. You're going to have to be on it. And this doesn't matter. I, I know I brought the example of the kids, but if you don't have kids, then you can just insert the proper people. So what I mean is, is that if your boyfriend, right? Or your mom, you want to hold her accountable. You want to hold your boyfriend accountable. In the beginning, you will have resistance. It, it, it may not be that first initial conversation that you talk to them and then you're like, you know, hey, I want to do this new thing, blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, all right, cool, let's do it. Where the, the, the push and pull is going to be at, where well, you got to actually execute it. And you have to stand your ground with whatever stuff that you implemented. So, for instance, if you say... Okay, well, you know, um, I want, uh, let me just say in a boyfriend scenario, I want to go out on dates, right? And I want to travel more or I want you to pick me up from work every day. Like, I don't know, whatever your, your, your needs are. Because everyone lists is different. Some are grander, some are small, whatever. And, and, and I'm not saying that you're, what you want is not valued because it is. It doesn't matter what the hell you want, honey. If you want it, then you should have it. Okay, so whatever you want, you can get it um, and, and you have this thing. Now, when you're first initially talking to maybe a boyfriend about these things, he's going to be like, all right, cool. You know what I'm saying? We're going to go out more. We're going to do this more. We're going to do that more. But what you got to do is do a follow up. 
and you say, when we going to go out? What day and what time and what restaurant? What day, what time, and how should I be dressed? If he has a challenge with giving you that date right then and there, give him a day. Give him two days, and then you follow back up. And you say, hey, uh, did you decide on what we're going to do for that date and what we're going to do about this and blah, blah, blah? And he may say, no, I haven't gotten on top of it. I've been busy with work. You know that bullshit they be trying to trying to play on you. So then what you do is this one time or maybe twice you may have to do it. Or maybe sometimes three times, girl. Now, I don't know what your tolerance level is. Everybody's tolerance threshold is very, very different. But when it comes down to that, that, that first time or uh, the example I was going to give you is you might need to book a restaurant, go look up a restaurant, tell him, hey, since you're a little busy, I found a restaurant. Maybe we can go on Thursday at this time. Now, consider his schedule, all of that stuff, because you know how that go. <laughs> um, say, hey, let's go here on this particular day at this particular time. And what you can do is, is that you, you pretty much what you're doing is you're showcasing that, hey, this is what I want to do. Hey, I'm not trying to be a bitch. I'm just trying to help you because you're obviously slow. <laughs> don't tell him that no that's that's what's in me and you he's obviously slow so you can't get this thing together because you know it takes no time to google a restaurant in your area you can do the maps in your phone find a restaurant you know what i'm saying look at the reviews and say boom all right babe we're going here on this day at this time let's do it and, and it's nothing you know but when, when when you're dealing with certain types of breeds of people you know it seems like it's more of a challenge so um what you do is you want to help them in the beginning like i had told you about with the dishes with my brother I was, you know, I told him to do the dishes, okay? I gave him time to do the dishes. He didn't get them done. So what I have to do is come back and say, you need to get the dishes done now. And then after he bullshits me, because he will, because he has an attitude, because he's being forced to do something that he really doesn't want to do, but he needs to be doing because his ass dirtied up the dishes. <laughs> what happens is, is that, right? When he doesn't do the dishes well, see what I did was I helped him in terms of reminding him. I also, too, helped him in terms of giving him enough time to be able to do whatever he said, or do whatever was required of him. So I gave him time. I'm being nice about it, okay? Now, when it comes down to the factor of him, you know, half-ass washing the dishes, he's bullshitting me, right? He's bullshitting me. So now I have to bullshit you. Now I got to shit on you to let you know that I'm going to hold your ass accountable. So what I do is I take all the dishes from out the strainer and I put them back in the sink. And I say, you need to way wash these dishes, or what I do is I start going through the dirty dishes and I point out specifically what is dirty. Cause you know, when you don't got clarity, you got fuzzies. Okay. So what I mean by that is, is that sometimes with certain uh, men particularly, or in there's my, my daughter's like this too. Um, what happens is that if you can't give them specific information, direct information or whatever they're seeking, they will try to act like they don't know what's going on. Like, like, like if you don't say this, bowl is dirty right here they'd be like oh i don't see the dirt where's the dirt at? i don't I, I don't see the dirt the bowl looks clean to me show their asses right here and point with your finger and say hey do you see this dirt do you see this a different color than the actual bowl that's another form of accountability is when somebody try to bullshit you get crystal clear crystal clear with what you're saying give them the proof and, and lay it flat out on the table to see how they respond you know what I'm saying? So back to our examples, because we're talking about my brother in the dishes and we're also to bringing up the scenario of the boyfriend. Now, the thing is, is that if your boyfriend indeed does take you out, right? And everything is all good. 
boom, y'all had a great time. I need you to know in your mind when you're trying to go on the next date. You don't have to say nothing right there, but I need to know your time frame. Why? Because this is a requirement for you and you don't want time to go past an extended amount of time and then you turn around and you feel in the exact same way. No, if you want to be taken out every two weeks, well, you need to start thinking about where you want to go the next time. Or you need to mention it to him and say, hey, babe, I want to go out in two weeks. I want to go out this Saturday. You think you can pick the option? And then give him time again, okay? In the event that he don't got his shit in order, you do the same thing again. You go ahead and you find a restaurant, you do it, you boo-boo-boo-boo-boo-boo. Now, originally I told you you could do this two to three times because after usually like two or three times, the person usually gets it, right? They, they understand that this is important to you. They see your approach, blah, 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 blah. If you've done this three times, okay, and the person still is not getting it, like your boyfriend is still not planning these trips to go out, your kid is still bullshitting you on these dishes, now you have a problem. Now you have a problem. Why do you have a problem? Because they're plainly like disregarding you. And that's an issue because that means that they're not respecting you. And I'm not saying you need to be on this respect party, but somewhat, yeah. <laughs> You know what I'm saying? Somewhat, yeah. Like, people should respect you. People should respect how you feel and, you know, your perspectives and whatever. Like, you shouldn't be just played off like you ain't shit. Like, no, you know? So, what you do is when somebody, you hold somebody accountable and they do not adhere to the situation or scenario, you have to cut their ass off. I don't know if you've ever even heard that before. Like, you're probably like, how do I cut off my kid? How do I do that? I'm going to tell you how. You be transactional with your child, meaning that you make sure that you say good morning, say good night, tell them that you love them, of course. Make sure you do all your mom duties, meaning that you cook, you straighten up things, blah, 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 and you have no beef, right? You act like there's nothing even wrong with you, and you quiet your damn mouth. That is what's called cut them off. Quieting your mouth and cutting off is like cousins of each other, Okay. And the thing about it is, is that what I mean is that don't engage your kid about their, you know, uh, Susie did this to me in school. You know, like for me, for instance, I, I kind of like coach my kids and mentor them. So I just be talking to them. We talk about everything shit that you shouldn't even be talking about. Okay. How I talk to y'all, that's how I talk to my kids. Girl, if they had a fly on the wall, you'll be like, oh my God. But I keep it real with them because life is real shit. I'm not going to sit up here and lie to them, making them think some hokey pokey bullshit. And then they mess around and grow up and be like, damn, mom, why you lie to me? <laughs> why you mislead me like that? You know, so I'm not lying about that. So for me, it's like, I keep it real with you. So, well, what happens is, is that though, you're going to have to cut the conversations off. You're going to have to cut the Mrs. Nice bitch off. Don't be going out there buying these kids, no candies, no cookies, no uh toys and shit. You know what I'm saying? Next time you go to Walmart, we ain't getting shit. We ain't buying nothing. And you say it with a smile on your face. Now, eventually, if you got, if your kid is curious, because some kids don't give a fuck, or eventually they will give a fuck, because you got some kids that are tough, and some people that are tough, like some men are tough, honey. They, you, you can cut them off and don't talk to them, and they won't talk to you for weeks or a month. In reality, though, it's killing them inside. It's just that their pride is in, in the mix. You know, because your pride is in the mix, you can't put that motherfucker down and say, you know what, I messed up, I'm sorry, I'm gonna be on my shit. Let's just let bygones be bygones. That happens for sure, and that can happen with your kid, or that can happen with your spouse. That can happen with anybody. You know, some people get revelation. And so, my thing is, though, by cutting them off, 
what's going to happen is, is that it's going to be a stance that's, that's created. And the stance is, is that I'm not taking your bullshit and I'm going to live the life that I always wanted. So what I mean is, is that if your man doesn't want to take you out, okay, and he cannot find the time, it takes five minutes to find a restaurant. If he cannot take five minutes out of his day to organize a sweet day for you, baby, cut that motherfucker off. Stop giving him pussy. Stop fucking rubbing his back and listening to all his whack-ass repeat stories that I know you've heard 10,000 times. Stop doing that shit. When he walk up in the house, say, hey, how you doing? All right, boom. And bitch, go get on your own stuff. Okay? Go read you a magazine. Go read you a book. Uh, You got a Netflix account? Binge watch on the show. Go get you a life and cut that motherfucker off. And I can guarantee you one of three things is going to happen. Number one, he ain't going to give a fuck. Okay, and he don't change and whatever. Then you gonna have to break up with his ass or divorce him. Period. Point blank. I can't. I I can't keep it more realer. Okay. The second thing that could happen is is that he wakes up, he pays attention, and he realizes that man, this is very important to my wife that we go out on a date. I'm gonna get myself in order. Boom. We're gonna move on. Or number three. Well, it backfires on your ass, and he breaks up with you. And he pretty much is like, you want too much. I can't do it. Uh, and he let, he leaves you alone. And the thing about it is, so honestly, you just saved yourself, mama. Because you can, you can imagine it, you got to plan all the dates for your whole relationship. So if y'all together till y'all 80 years old, you got to plan all the dates. What the fuck is he doing? You know what I'm saying? Like, it's a 50-50 thing here. Mama, you don't, you didn't deserve that. He, you, I mean, not that you didn't deserve that. Well, you didn't deserve to be treated like that. But also, too, he don't deserve you in some essence. And I know that sounds a little generic, but it's the truth. Like, he didn't deserve you. Because if all you asking for, honestly, is to be taken out on a date, that's, that's not a lot. You know, if you asking for him to wash dishes or clean up behind himself, go with you to the grocery store every week or every couple of days, you know, get off work at a decent time, especially if he can control his own schedule. Now, if he can't control his own schedule, you got to you got to make sure that you uh, critique your bullshit. OK, like don't be coming at him with all that. And, you know, he got a job that requires him to be at work at a certain time, requires him to leave at a certain time. What you have to do is readjust your brain and say, all right, when he is here, what can he do to be able to help? You know what I'm saying? So then that way you good. If that means that them kids stay up until he walk up in the door, that's what the fuck you do. You let them, the kids stay up until he walk in the door and y'all put them kids down together. Or for instance, you don't clean up. And when he get home, he got to clean up. You make it work though. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's what you do. But when, when it comes down to those three possible, you know, uh, scenarios, I'm going to tell you what can happen if it's your kid. Number one. Now, this is weird because I'm the type of person that I don't give a rat's ass if you don't want to do it or not. You will be doing it up in here. You will be, okay? But sometimes you got resistance. So, number one, they don't have to do what you say and then just say fuck it. And in that scenario, you have to cut them off. And what I mean by that is no video games, no outside purchases, no friends, no nothing. Straight up seclusion. And on top of that, make their asses watch documentaries, okay? Make their asses uh, read books. And the way you do that is you sit them down in a chair or in a corner somewhere in the same room as you while you're doing your laundry or working on your business or whatever in the God screen or if you're doing, you have that kid sit right there 
and watch them read. Well, you know, not watch them per se, but you watch over them while they read. And I can guarantee you that this loneliness and this occlusion of not having the latest toy or not being able to engage in, with their friends will begin to cause them to rethink their behavior. Because sometimes you have to take something away in order to be able to realize like the sustenance. You know, and, and the situation that's at hand. And if you want your kids to clean up behind themselves, honey, you got to embed that principle in their brain because they're going to be adults. And ain't nobody going to clean up after their asses unless they hire a maid. So you have to make sure that, yes, what you want, um, you know, it may seem small on the big scale of things, but it doesn't matter because those are skill sets that they actually need. They need to know how to clean and, 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 you know, straighten up behind themselves, problem solve, you know, get their own damn clothes out, you know, basic stuff. Like that's what they have to do. So my thing is, is that don't beat up on yourselves. You know what I'm saying? Like what you need to do is, is that put on your big girl thong. Okay. I need you to get a fucking armor. Okay. And I need you to sit down and say, how do I want my life to look? How do I want it to be mapped out? What do I want? Exactly. And that could mean, and you, and, and, and also to be specific and don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. You might want some crazy stuff. <laughs> Us girls, we want wild stuff. We want wild stuff. Some of our stuff be like unrealistic. But if that's what you want and you can figure out a way to attain it, then what I would say to you is, is that attain that motherfucker. <laughs> if you literally you know write down what you want right and you're like you know what this is what I want this is the life that will make me the most happiest this is how I want my kids to behave this is how I want my household to be ran this is how I want my spouse to treat me this is how I want to treat myself this is how I'm gonna engage with my family members this is how I'm gonna engage with other people and if you have that thing mapped out and in your spirit you feel comfortable like that means that you feel peace you feel like if you feel that after you've written down these things, then your next step, mama, is execute. Okay? So that's where that thong and that armor come in. And I say thong because, you know, we leaving the big girl panties behind. We got to keep it sexy 2018 and beyond. Okay? So, <laughs> or boy shorts. Because sometimes thongs can be a little annoying. Okay? But put on your, on your big girl boy shorts or your big girl thong and fearlessly request. Fearlessly demand. Fearlessly Put the energy out there so that way you can get exactly what you want because holding people accountable is the process of life. Why? Because people will hold your ass accountable. That's why you got to hold people accountable. And if it's with your children, you're trying to teach them value. You're trying to teach them about life. You're trying to prepare them for life because people are not going to kiss their asses the way you do. That just doesn't happen. The second the kid gets in about, shoot, what, sixth grade? That's when life starts changing for them. And the teachers are no longer calling you all the time and saying, hey, this person didn't turn in their homework. No, they're letting your kid fail. Okay, they might give you a warning maybe like a week before the, the, the schoolwork, you know, before the grades go in or whatever. But shit, that ain't enough time if you've been messing up for weeks on end. You know, you got to do a whole lot of work to catch up. You know, so it's one of those things where you need to teach your kids accountability. And sometimes you have to teach your man, unfortunately, because his mama didn't teach him. No shade, but if she was on her shit, well, you know, <laughs> you wouldn't have to teach him these things. Because honestly, there's always going to be things that you can learn, right? But it's certain basic core fat values that I think that you should already have. Accountability, respect, and understanding. Those are the three components that you got to have, Period. Understand that no one thinks like you. 
There may be similarities, but no one really thinks like you. So you got to respect that. You know what I'm saying? Like, respect the fact that somebody don't think like you. Like, that, like, so what? You know what I'm saying? You don't think like them. If you're not a racist, but this person is, you know what I'm saying? Like, you know, you want, you, you want to judge them for their position, but do you want them to turn around and judge you and be like, oh, well, you're not a racist. So, you know, that's a problem. Like, like all of that shit is just unnecessary. What at the end of the day is, is that you've got to have a common understanding that people are different. And in order to really uh, live life, you got to just understand that life is a bunch of variety of scenarios. You know what I'm saying? And like, you don't have to get it. You don't have to uh, master it and attain it and become one with it. But you got to understand it a little bit. You know what I'm saying? You don't got to accept it. Just try to understand it. And when it comes down to respect, respect is something that has nothing to do with being earned or received or whatever the bullshit people try to tell you about. Respect is just understanding that this is another creature, right? And if you don't want a motherfucker doing some crazy shit to you, don't do that crazy shit to somebody else. If you want somebody to hear you well, value you, treat you well, be nice to you, Whatever, whatever, whatever your requests are, okay? If you have these requests, then <laughs> it's kind of one of those things where you have to portray that same energy out there in order for you to get that same shit back. Like, you can't be walking around here expecting people to respect you and all sort of shit, but in closed doors, behind the scene, you're really a disrespectful person yourself. You know what I'm saying? You say shit, you do shit, you, you are a certain way. Like, that's not how life goes. You have to respect people. Respect them physically, you know what I'm saying? Meaning like you don't touch them, you don't harm them, you don't do that bullshit. Why? Because you won't want a motherfucker to do that to you. But then also too, you got to respect somebody's mind. You know what I'm saying? People's people's brains and their minds have to be respected and, and cherished. You know, if you have your opinion, it's because of the way you were raised and that has what led you to this moment. There's nothing wrong with that. You know what I'm saying? But at the same time, this is what led me to this moment too. Now, what you want to do is respect it, meaning that I understand, see how we go back to that, I understand, but then also too, you know what, I'm not going to demean you, I'm not going to look at you as being someone who's on my same level because we don't have the same opinion, ideology, or views, what I'm going to do is I'm going to respect you, right, I'm going to just accept you in your, in your essence, but then also too, display behaviors that let you know that I value your position, because that's really what respect is, it's a value of position. Those are two very crucial components that I think a lot of people don't have. A lot of people don't understand that you need. Um, and and if you can teach your children, right, even yourself these things. Because I can't tell you go out here and teach a man and teach your friends and your family and all that shit. You can't, you can't, baby, please. You got to lead by example. That's the best way to teach. You cannot tell somebody how to live their best life if your ass ain't living it, okay? But if you out here living your best life, getting money, you know what I'm saying, getting thick, <laughs> doing your thing, what's going to happen is, is that people are going to see you. And they're going to be like, oh my goodness, you know what I'm saying? What the hell are you doing? Especially if you was broke and shabby, you know what I'm saying? And now they see you glowed all the way up. It's kind of like, okay, you know, um, what, what's this, what's your secret? What's your secret? What are you doing? And what you can tell them is I'm listening to BB radio. I'm listening to bad bitch radio. I'm getting my life. In addition to that though, okay, I'm learning how to hold people accountable. I'm learning how to understand people. And I am also too learning how to respect and what exactly that means. So, I know I have talked to you girls ear off today, but I know this was a great podcast episode, and I love talking to you always. Girl, I could talk all day. Like, 
Oh my god, I've been thinking about doing a YouTube channel so then that way y'all could just see my face <laughs> when I'm recording because you'll be like, oh my goodness. But I felt like this episode was necessary and I felt like this is a long one. Uh, but at the same time, um, you girls needed it. You know what I'm saying? You, you, you got to hold people accountable because there's this standard that is on you that you need to put on other people and stop bullshitting yourself. Stop telling yourself whatever stories, you know, we tell ourselves stories like, oh yeah, well, you know, he don't need to be held accountable because he works or, oh, you know what I'm saying? You know, my kid, he's just a kid. He doesn't know how to do dishes. He's just a kid. He doesn't know how to clean up. Girl, get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. Let me tell you something. I'm going to say this. I'm going to leave. When I was a little kid, I remember my friend, I used to hang out with older people. When I was a little kid, I'm talking about I was like 15. And so this lady had to be like 25. I used to hang out with her, whatever, whatever. You know what I'm saying? She was just cool. I never, I always looked at her as a friend. I didn't look at her as like, whatever. We was just cool. We would talk about things. We would kick it, like whatever. She had her son. Her son was about five years old. This dude, she told her, her, her son, she, he was five years old. It was another guy, uh, another son, I'm sorry. Another son that she had, he was maybe three years older. She told the kids, she said, it's time to clean up. She would do this all the time. She would say, it's time to clean up. Do you know this five-year-old baby would be in there sweeping and mopping the floors? This baby would be trying to make beds. I'm talking about this baby. Okay, he was a little shorty. He liked to mop thighs. Okay, out here getting it cracking. You know why? Because she held him accountable. She told him, this is what I need you to do. She showed him how to do it. And then she said, I need you to do it. And she watched him do it. After she watched him do it, she moved the rings, took them off and let him do his own thing. And ever since I saw that, I said, baby, you can't tell me what kids can't do. You can't tell me what people can't do. If you could train a five-year-old kid to mop, Baby, you got gold on your hands. A five-year-old kid to mop. I'm not talking about that bullshit mop, baby. I'm talking about he put it in the bucket. Girl, he, he cleaned the, 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 the mop head and was getting it, picking up the rugs. I said, wow. And ever since I saw that, I, my whole ideology towards children and their abilities changed. And I and my kids, I since the beginning, shoot, my kids been cleaning up. My son, my oldest, two years old. When he was two years old, girl, please. You had to clean up. Shoot. Because I saw that, I knew that it was possible. So anything is definitely possible. It's just a matter of you staying on it and saying, this is what I want and having a no bullshit approach about it. That's all. That's really what it is. So anyway, girls, I love you all deeply. And guys too. I'm sorry. I always say girls, but guys, I know it's guys that listen to me. Um, and so I don't want you to feel left out, especially too, if you are part of the LGBTQ community, you know, um, in my mind, you're a girl. Um, if you are transgender, if you are gay, um, I mean, you're a girl, like, what do you mean? (laughs) You're one of us, baby. So I'm just talking to you. That's why I say girls. I don't say guys. I don't, I don't know how many straight guys actually listen to us over here. Um, this is a woman's cave, but you're welcome, you know, but, uh, yeah, I just want to clear that up. (laughs) So now I know why he feels left out. But anyway, guys, I love you deeply and dearly. This has been amazing. You just listened to Bad Bitch Radio and I was your host, Catherine DeRusso. And I look forward to talking to you guys soon. Also, too, be sure to follow me on Instagram at Catherine DeRusso and Catherine spelled with a C. DeRusso is D-U-R-O-S as in Sam, E-A-U. All right, girls, I will talk to you soon. Ciao.